Oh, good day, good day. Hello. My name's Tim. And I'm Cam. I'm Sean. Oh. Oh, there you go. Where did you come from? <laughs> Pulled up a chair and slipped my way over. <laughs> Welcome, Sean. We've got Sean Kirkwood in my lounge with us today. He's going to take some behind-the-scenes photos. My original idea was... Let's get Sean to just kind of lurk in silence. <laughs> and then I was like, that's way weirder. Let's introduce him to everybody. How's your weekend going? It's good. Yeah, it's nice to be here. It's um, quite strange to be on this side of the podcast when you're normally in my ears. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. I is, like that. Is this episode going to be a little weirder to listen to when you're just listening to yourself? Probably not going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> the one episode that you don't listen to. Yeah. Well, uh, we are Charging Sally in Presents News We Like, and welcome back to uh, an, another episode. Um, we're doing some some extra extra stuff today. We've got a really awesome setup. We've got the we've got these beautiful lights around us. We're getting uh, getting our, our footage taken today, Camp. Your skin looks great. Sean's brought Thanks, some bro. professional lighting in, <laughs> so if you can get Sean to just follow you around mm. forever with this stuff then you're gonna look awesome Easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right well welcome sean now you can go back to my original plan of just lurking <laughs> timmy how's your week been man week has been week has been good week has been real good had a had a good weekend watched uh watched uh, some fights last last night on the tv didn't just go down to the local pub <laughs> yeah out to st kilda <laughs> Oh, like I said, Kilt was your first, first go-to. Fight zone. But you do see heaps of fights there, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> it reminds me back of um, growing up um, in Brisbane and the Fortitude Valley when we used to go out, when we, especially when we were sort of between 18 and 20. Yeah. And just every every weekend just couldn't couldn't help it. It was just always, always stumble across a fight. You've told me before that when it comes to fights, you're more the guy that incites them by saying something and then stepping away while your big friends... <laughs> I don't into... know about that. You have absolutely. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll tell you a specific story. <laughs> I, which... I think I think I'm neither. I think I'm, I think I don't want to be involved in any way these days. But maybe back in the day, I, I definitely wasn't the fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely wasn't the intimidating big guy. But probably ran my mouth a few times that in, in situations where I probably wouldn't have if I didn't have bigger mates standing yeah. around me. Yeah. But I've grown up, Cam. I'm, I'm I don't do those things. You're not inciting days. fights no, anymore. I'm not inciting fights. I've moved on with life. Oh, good man. <laughs> How's your weekend been, dude? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Just um, staying warm and uh, swiping through a bunch of dating apps. I'm potentially going on a date this afternoon, actually. Ooh. And um, what's what's her interest? What did her, what did her um, profile say for, for, for interest and... Uh, uh, I can't remember, but every dating profile that I feel like I'm swiping past these days, I feel like they just say love yoga and uh, <laughs> running, hiking, and none of that appeals. But I'm just like, yeah, dude. Well, this book got brought up in uh, the conversation last time. <clears throat> it's just every single one says, oh yeah, I, I like going on hikes. No one goes on fucking hikes. I reckon. Yeah. I, I reckon about ten percent of those people. Uh, that say that regularly go on hikes. The honest bio would be, I enjoyed the hike I went on. <laughs> like, so did I. I went, on, I went to the yeah, Grand Pins two yeah. years ago, and I'll always keep sharing the photos of that. <laughs> 
but just be honest. Just say yeah. you liked it when you went hiking that time. Do you have one of those photos on your dating profile, the hiking? At hiking the moment, ones? I don't. And you totally should put I one should. on there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I'll change my bio to I liked the hike I went I on. I liked the hike I went on. <laughs> the lone hike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Well, I do have a heartwarming story at the end, I think. Let me just double check. Um... Nope, haven't put it into my notes. Are you all right to do a heartwarming story? Um, yeah, I've oh, got... Oh, do you know what? I I've actually, got one. Oh, do you, do? No, do you have one? I've got a heartwarming thing instead of a heartwarming story. I, okay. Is, the, it, is it a... Is, is this just something... Is this a news article? Is this just something you, should, you saw the other day? Remember, this is a news show, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be just like, it's this nice thing that just, that just popped into my head. Change it to things we like. Charging Stallion presents things we saw things that we, we liked. liked. <laughs> uh, I actually have a gift for you. Oh. And a gift for Sean. Nice. And maybe... Is the... it in the form of dance? <laughs> no. It's oh, a, cool. They're physical things for oh. each of you. And uh, maybe that can save me for being unprepared and not getting a heartwarming story. We'll see. We'll dip, it will make sure that it, you guys are happy with your gifts and then we can say, hey, Cam, you're off the hook for not preparing a heartwarming news article. All right. Well, I've got one. So we can do a present giving and, and, and a heartwarming and a story. Okay, fuel. <laughs> Thank you for being prepared to me. All right. So does that mean <laughs> I means you first? get to start? All right. Cool. All right. Bill Gates donates $4 million to create mosquitoes that kill each other. <laughs> yeah whoa I, right yep so um what it what it is is so it's uh they're genetically modified mosquitoes that use sex to destroy their offspring in a bid to wipe out malaria so um it's so they're releasing only the male mosquitoes because it's only female mosquitoes that bite yeah. So they're releasing all these uh, male mosquitoes with uh, with this modification that when they um, when they breed that those um, that those offspring um, they they die they die out yeah um, which means that these female mosquitoes are breeding with um, male mosquitoes that aren't producing them with 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 like, proper offspring yeah and so then they end up dying out and then hopefully more mosquitoes end up dying out. So are we trying to get rid of all mosquitoes? I don't know if they're trying to get rid of all of them, probably in certain areas. Yeah. I mean, where there's still malaria there, I mean, they probably won't target areas that don't have malaria, Yeah, I'd okay. say. But yeah, because malaria is it's full on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, it seems like a good idea. Good stuff. Bill yeah, Gates. I think it's a great idea. I, I kind of feel a little bit... Like he's seen what Elon Musk is doing with all the cool shit, right? And he he used to be the cool kid on the block, man. Bill Gates was the cool kid on 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 that sort of real, real super famous scientist style guy. Yeah, well, he was always he was cool, but he was second place to Steve Jobs. True. Do you think that when Steve Jobs passed, he was like, okay, here we go, and then and then Elon Musk out of nowhere rises up, and Bill Gates is like, just, oh. just takes the crowd yeah. straight away. Billy eh? Boy is always second place. Yeah, man, I kind of feel sorry for him a yeah. little bit. But Elon Musk is so cool, so he sucks. Way eggs, cooler. Bill Elon Gates. Musk released a, a flamethrower six months ago, and Bill Gates was like, "Oh, I'm just about to release the mosquito thing. It doesn't sound so so cool anymore." Nah. <laughs> well, that's the that's that's the difference. Is if if they both had the same task of um, cure, uh, curing malaria, mm. Bill Gates releases these mosquitoes. Elon Musk would just go over there with the flamethrower and just start. <laughs> 
start flight throwing some mosquitoes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a challenge for you, Elon. Come up with your method and we'll decide who's... Who's the best? Well, he is a man that um, that designed a, designed a ship to catch a with a with a net on it to catch yeah. to catch a falling bit of a rocket. And what did he he named the ship too? It was like Jimmy or something like that. Oh, I think it was like Mister Something. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Mister Something. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Bubbles or Mr. something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Timmy. Japanese worker punished for going to lunch three minutes early. Ooh. Uh, the 64-year-old, an employee... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shay. Harsh, bro. Yeah. 64 years old. The 64-year-old, an employee of the Waterworks Bureau, was fined and reprimanded after he was found out to have left his desk three minutes early before his designated lunch break on 26 occasions over a seven-month period. Senior officials at the Bureau then called a televised news conference (laughs) where they described the man's conduct as deeply regrettable and bowed an apology. The spokesman said the lunch break is from noon to 1pm and he left his desk before the break. Now I've read a few different articles. Is this, is this just out to, to 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 the public? To the public, because it's this it's, is it just at, this is it just at, so it was like just the, the 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 work like the work meeting in the morning. It's because it's, no, it's to ever it's to the country. Oh my god! It's because it's a government organization, so it's the waterworks. <laughs> so these guys are like, oh, we have to apologize to the whole country. Like I'm sure no one had a cold shower because he like and yeah. all of these articles. <laughs> <a> cold shower. <laughs> All of these articles mention what he would go to get his, what his lunch was, yeah. and it's a bento box. The yeah, poor guy yum. just wanted to go, yeah, delicious. <laughs> and there's probably a massive line if he has to go at midday when yeah. everyone else's lunch breaks are. I read that and I was like, if I worked in Japan at an office, I would be fired on the first day. <laughs> on the first day. For sure. Yeah. Like, I'm so cruisy with my lunch breaks and my, <laughs> like, I'm... Yeah, three minutes. Three minutes, man. Yeah. It's a it's a harsh it's a harsh world. It's bit, like they just Japanese people don't fuck around, man. They take shit serious. They yeah. they're not they're not they're not jokers. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, they're not the jokers in the room. They 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 they're there to 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 set a set of rules. Mm. And fucking follow that set of rules. Maybe that's why their entertainment is so like outlandish and crazy. Like if you think of anime, yeah. and if you think of those game shows where they have to like run through a door and they get bashed into a <laughs> river. Dude, and stuff. They best uh, Japanese the Japanese people do game shows better than any other country yeah. in the world. They, they just, read that phrase on somebody's wall: "Live hard, play hard," and they're like, "Okay, got it." Exactly. Yeah. They're like. <laughs> We will not compromise on either. We will make sure we go to the extreme end of that little slogan you've got cross-stitched on your wall. Here we go. (laughs) And just the... I love those shows too, how when the Japanese contestants go on there, how amped they are too when they're about to when they're about to run up a thing where boulders are, f- are, flying, to, are flying down at them. They're just like... Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the one where they have... 
to be sitting in a library. It's like four of them sitting around a table in a quiet library. And yeah. then they all have to sniff something and they don't know what like the cloth is <laughs> going to smell like. It's so good. Like, they must be told you're not allowed to make any noise. And so they're all like, one will sniff the rag and be grossed out and then hand it to the next person. They have to sniff the rag. And then they've got, when you watch the TV show, down the bottom corner, they've got the hosts cracking up at them like ah we know that that smells like i don't know petrol or whatever like that is i'd love to be on a game show like that but i don't want an office job in that country no 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 thank you (laughs) uh there's another good one where it's in the pitch black dark and and they're um i think it's i think i think this was uh not japanese but some because the europeans do crazy shit as well and it's like smelling different things. And the last one is um, a guy's asshole. That's on a game show. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy's having to guess and he's like, he's like, smelly asshole. That's what he says. And then the sound's like, ding, that it was that. And he's like, because he realized he was just sniffing a smelly asshole. Are you sure this was a game show? <laughs> yeah, dude. This is a game show. I'll, I'll, try, and find the, I'll try and find the video. Do they bro. blur it? Like what does it? Does no, he go up to like a? Like, yeah, he just goes up to the. the oh, is he blindfolded? He's and it's in like the pitch black dark. It's got like oh, a night vision style that is camera grim. thing going on. Yeah, yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So this headline, this one is another. I know last week I had quite a brutal one with the with with the guy who's who uh had his. Leg amputated. Oh, the guy and then, ate his and then own they, foot. They ate his own foot, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, that was full yeah, on. Yeah, it was because I we didn't really talk about the fact that I showed you some that the audience wouldn't have been able to see. I showed you some pretty fucking horrific from every step of what yeah. you went through, like the injury, the well, surgery. Because that wasn't on the news the article. I had to go a little deeper to get those those images. <laughs> yeah, I just to thought, his like personal blog. Uh, no, I just had to follow like a couple of links. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what a journalist. So the headline is, woman gets eyeliner pencil stuck in eye after taxi she was in crashes. Oh, now, no. Yeah. And this is, <laughs> dude, look, it's brutal, but it's kind of funny in the way that I just in my own head then just had to um, go, okay, Tim, now it's time for you to try and justify why you think fucked up things are funny. And I couldn't really explain it. <laughs> there was a question, but you still don't have the I answer. I still don't have I'm the answer. I'm not going to help you with that. Yeah, don't, man. But it's still funny, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this woman has oh. the eyeliner pencil stuck in a... What do you think of that one, Sean? Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Okay, so it's not quite as graphic as I expected because there's no blood, which is great. There's like a little trickle. Um, it looks like she took this, like the angle is a selfie angle. So <laughs> she was obviously like, well, I'm going to be in this waiting room, they said, for seven to eight hours because triage is crazy. Someone came in on fire. So I guess I'll put this on Instagram. She's more casual than I expected, Timmy. And the foot tacos was definitely more jarring to my soul. Yeah, this is a little freaky because stuff in the eyes is kind of it's it's it freaks me out a little mm. bit. I can I I would if I had to choose between looking at the foot taco 
pictures mm. and the this one of 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 the of the pencil in the eye. Yeah. I choose the munged up munged up foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every day of the week. Really? This one is it's very it's it's very confronting for me. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the eyeliner pencil's gone straight through her tear duct. Yeah, and dude. made her tear duct. Oh my larger. god! There's another photo I found where, look, she didn't die. Um, she's fine. But there goes the justification. But, but there's this this photo where she really looks like someone has sort of sniped us, and like she's on the she's sitting on a, on the back seat of a car now. That so that one's she, not a selfie, but she's. <laughs> Unconscious. <laughs> no, I think she's just like you. Just be keeping your eyes closed because you got a like you got an eyeliner pencil in one of them. Yeah, like you wouldn't want to be trying to. See, you just be like, look, I'm gonna sit here with my eyes closed and try to just not think about the fact that I've got an eyeliner pencil lodged in my other other one of my eyes. Yeah, would that be your approach? One hundred percent. Would you be keeping that one that eye closed? Obviously, the eyeliner one, but keeping the other one open. I'd be showing my toughness. Keep the eyeliner one open. Oh, <laughs> tell it to me straight, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> but it just does show, man. There's certain things that you shouldn't fucking do while you're driving. Or the, while you're in a car. Putting makeup on, you reckon? Dude, holding things, sharp things up to your eyes. When you put it, when you, when you really put out what it is, mm. it's holding, that like, you don't just drive around with a sharp pencil. Pointed at your pointed eyeball. Pointed right at your eyeball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy thing, but because obviously you see people putting on makeup mm. almost every day. Yeah, it's just it's just like oh you don't question it. Someone's just putting on makeup, but if it, but if they had a like a HB HB pencil, <laughs> just checking just, it was sharp, just just right there in your eye, you'd probably say, hey, probably don't hold a sharp pencil up against your eye while you're driving around. Whatever, hit the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> well, depending depending on how her surgery goes, she might be interested in this new app. <laughs> a new app for blind people lets you describe the world to them. The app Did is you called... segue that into your... Is that your story? Yeah. Good segue, bro. <laughs> we usually... We usually... It, <laughs> it would have been if you didn't point it out just then. <laughs> we don't usually segue. I just... It caught me off guard. <laughs> um, the app is called Be My Eyes, and it instantly connects blind and visually impaired people with sighted people who through voice and video chat can help blind and visually impaired people with everyday tasks. It takes just a minute or two for blind and visually impaired users to get paired up with one of the uh, signed up volunteers. And at the moment, they've got 1.2 million people. Anyone can sign up to this app uh, and you can just say, yep, put me in there if anyone needs help. And then a, a visually impaired person will connect with you and they hold up their phone and you basically describe the world to them. Whoa, okay. Yeah. So you're just so you're just chilling at home. Yeah. And they're holding up their phone and they're being like, Oh, okay, I'm here right now. Can you tell me yeah. what's what's going on around me? And they can be like, oh, okay, well you're actually in an alleyway. Mm. Um or Run. <laughs> yeah. Well or just or just hey, you're in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. That's what you get but to is, Or is it more so designed? I guess it, has, it would have heaps of purposes. It's probably also designed so that if you just say you um, are, are 
visually impaired person. Mm. You by yourself and you're walking walking down the down the beach and you want to see what the cloud coverage is looking overhead or you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Do you think that's what they're You could use it for that in. too. Hey, if I was if I was doing that if, like that at, at home and the, the, the person on the other side copping the copping the hey, can you help me Describe okay, let's, do, let's do a bit of role play. I'll, okay. I'll be the visually impaired person, okay. yeah. and I, I'm interested in why cloud coverage was <laughs> because your first... you're, because you're at the beach, right? And and you want to know okay. when you when you're looking over over the beach, how would you usually uh, plan out okay, how long you're going to yep. stay there, right? So yep. you want to see if there's some storm clouds rolling in. You want to see if it's still just crystal crystal clear clear day out there. Yeah, cool. Let's do this. Okay. So here I am. I'm, uh, I'm outdoors, I'm visually impaired. Oh, I know, I'll use that app and connect to volunteer Timmy so he can tell me what's going on. Oh, hello. Hi, um, I'm visually impaired, obviously, because I called you. Um, what's your name, mate? Cam. Hey, Cam. Hey, nice to meet you. You too. Um, can you please, like, I lost my keys earlier. Uh, I got lost and took ages to get home, but the... Th- most pressing thing on my mind. I'm going to hold up my phone for you. I'm going to hold up my phone for you now to get yeah. your help. Uh, what's the cloud coverage like? Ah, uh, Cam, we've got uh, some storm clouds. Looks what? like a rolling in. What are storm clouds? Look, th- <laughs> look. I know, Cam, that you're visually impaired, but I also know that you would have had, had conversations about how our weather system works. <laughs> Don't assume that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't assume what I've seen or understand. <laughs> what I've seen or understand. <laughs> oh, you hung up. <laughs> I'm going to report you to the owners of the app. Get you booted off. I'm going to get yeah, you banned. You could use it for a couple of, couple of different reasons. But mostly cloud reasons. coverage. So mostly if you're interested in helping visually impaired people know whether it's overcast or over these broken clouds, get on the app. Yeah, please do. It's a pressing issue. <laughs> All right, so I've got one that, in a kind of weird, twisted way, relates to you, I think, Cam. All right. Okay, so the article is, Dead Man Returns Home After... Sorry, Dead Man Returns Home Alive After Family Wrongly IDs Body in Japan. Ah. Now, the reason that I think it weirdly relates to you is, if I had to pick anyone of my friends who I thought would get wrongly ID'd at the morgue. Um, like someone someone getting mistaken for you is definitely you, Cam, because you've got more doppelgangers than anyone I've ever experienced so many. in my entire life. Like it's weird. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's it's there's hundreds of you out there. Yeah. <laughs> I often get sent photos of my friends when they're traveling who have met like a, a guy from the Netherlands <laughs> yeah. who just has my exact like body yeah. and face. Yeah. It's so strange. And you're so right. Like yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't happened earlier. <laughs> I said no one's wrongly ID'd you at the morgue. Yeah. Well, considering that when, back when you used to party real hard, you'd be just off the grid for days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. And there's so many and people... And you would have just rolled in on the, on the, on the Sunday night all sooty and covered in, covered in muck and just gone, oh, why's everyone, why's yeah. everyone so sad? Yeah. <laughs> Probably get a few slaps across the face. Sorry, sorry. But... Yeah, it was um, 
the the one really good thing about this though is it was his wife that so his wife mistakenly told police that the body of a man found in a river was him and um the officers even handed it over to her so she had she had the body of um a stranger of a stranger <laughs> That, I wonder if I'm wondering if that would have screwed her up more than the beginning to grieve. Like, there's a lot that she has to now figure out, like emotionally within herself. Um, yeah, and 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 so uh, um, police were able to positively ident- identify the uh, remains using fingerprint technology, and are now set to hand them over to the correct family. Uh, the uh, representative from the police department called the incident extremely regrettable and said we're determined to prevent a recurrence, for sure. Definitely. You should have been had that system in place. <laughs> Don't say fingerprint technology like it just got invented for this as well. Like, they should have done that before you hand the body to a stranger. Like, oh, yeah. Do whatever you can to figure it out. I wonder where that. Where was the husband? Has he come home yet? I tried to research that. They didn't. They didn't release that. Uh, the 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 he's, information. So he's still out partying. Well, so it says at first that when I when I was reading this story, I thought that he had returned, but it it could very well be that that guy just might still be missing and probably dead somewhere. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm only laughing because you're no. You see, this is this is where it re- really cuts out, Ben, because you throw me under the bus sometimes doing the pod, like doing podcast, just audio. Because you give me looks that make me laugh, and then just on audio, it makes me sound like I've read I've read something out, and then just started laughing at it. But that's not the case, all right? I'm not laughing at the fact that this guy is dead somewhere. I'm laughing at the face that you give me because I said that statement. Oh, I'm shocked that that's what you're that's what you want to leave it on because <laughs> I thought we'd get out of that story by saying yeah he's still out partying and you're like no he's probably dead well, too be- <laughs> like, what, has this woman not gone through enough look man it's it, it, this story just in my mind as I read it, it just got it just the it realisation that it's probably darker came to me and I just thought well you can't avoid it you gotta talk about these things well you invented that outcome to me so you can avoid it I choose the truth that's not the truth <laughs> That's an assumption. <laughs> but do you reckon he's, you like to think that he's out partying somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. He's like riding a jet ski, drinking a rum and coke, and he's got enough money for the next three years, and his wife just had an argument with him, and he's gone out for three years. He's in a he's in a sewer with like rats, like rats just all in him. He's all, he's all duct taped up by the Yakuza. The Yakuza had a gambling debt on him. See, that image, you can't blame on me making a facial expression. That came out of your own head, then yeah. mouth. I just got really into character on that one. <laughs> character of what? Tim Davis. All right, another case of mistaken identity. A man was accidentally released from jail, so his wife took him back there. A oh, man- <laughs> what a sh- what a what a shitty shitty wife, man. A man who was accidentally released from jail in Colorado had two hours of freedom before his wife dobbed him in. James, thirty-eight years old, was mistaken for another inmate and allowed to leave the prison. They were meant to release Marvin, who had been temporarily <laughs> sharing a cell with James. James collected Marvin's belongings, filled out all the paperwork, <laughs> didn't tell anyone about the mistake, and you wouldn't. Yeah. 
But then when he showed up at his wife's apartment, probably expecting her to be like, let's travel, baby. Yeah. She said, we're going back to prison, mate, and, and drove him back there. Uh, and now, instead of just the charges which he was in prison for, which yeah. was menacing, disorderly conduct, and trespass, he's now facing new charges of escape, forgery, oh. criminal impersonation, yeah. and theft. Yeah, he's fucked now. Yeah. He's seriously fucked. Would you, if you were him in that situation, your wife did that to you, would you forgive her when you came back out, I guess, 20 years or 15 years later? Could you- Look, yeah, because of, of, I, I would, but I don't know, if, I don't know what, this, what this guy's train of thought would be. But you would think that if you had enough time to think on something, you would see that she's obviously, if you're going on the run and, and you, you've already done something a little stupid... Mm. And well, menacing. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I was talking about the getting out of oh, escaping the out of the prison, yeah. prison thing, but obviously before that he made some fucking mistakes too. And she's told you to go back, getting you a, a smaller sentence than what you would have got if you fucking went on the run for a week and then got caught. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you went on the if you went on the run and you had then the police and and government had to put all that money into um, getting people. Looking for you. Yeah, true. You stopped that process. Yeah. So, I mean... You yeah. Like, you, yeah, you like what she did. Well, she did the right thing. I mean, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you don't. Well, what was he gonna do? Like, you just you've just escaped from you've escaped. See, so this is in America, I take it. Colorado, yeah. Yeah, you dude, They're gonna get you. The American government is gonna fucking get you if you mm. escape from prison. Good, good fucking luck. Yeah. Maybe maybe back in the in sort of the sixties and seventies, you might be able to get away with that shit. Not these days. Mm. Everything's monitored. Yeah, you know, you go, you go anywhere, and they'll be able to catch you on some CCT footage of you walking through a city or something. Like that. Yeah, you're screwed. Have you ever thought about if you were on the run and you had to change your look up? Yeah, what sort of look? Shave the head straight away, dude. Bald head, you'd keep the beard. Or um, no beard off too. Oh man, yeah, I would be very interested in you, <laughs> like in- interested in seeing what you would look like. I would look at like a completely different person. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. Because at the moment, whenever you have... Um, a and maybe some shift, glasses even too. What sort of glasses? Like some, uh, I don't know, what do, you, what, what do you think? Some big sort of like old school nerdy thick thick glasses kind of stuff. I'm watching The Sopranos at the moment. Do you know the dad? He has kind of like these black framed, thick black... Um, We're talking Tony Soprano. Tony's dad. Oh, Tony's dad. Oh, he's like Uncle Junior. Oh, Junior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can get some like that. Yeah, they're dope. I reckon that would balance out the bald head and the shaved face if you had them. Yeah. Are you enjoying Sopranos? Loving it. Yeah. What are you up to? Um, Just probably half yeah halfway through the second season yeah man yeah so good hey yeah it's great yeah the the second season the end of the second season is mm. a real epic one as well the last sort of few episodes gets you got a you got a real journey coming up yeah good <laughs> looking forward to it um yeah but uh i don't know man like if i was going to if i was going to escape from prison i think that it's my 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 first reaction would be obviously go go and bush and then after a little while merging in with the small sort of Village. outback town sort of thing no we're talking australia so and out in the outback yeah but 
Because you're not going to... You don't think they'd be suspicious of this bald guy with big black frame glasses who just walked out of the bush? I'm a traveler dog. <laughs> I'm a free spirit. I don't know if they're like a tiny little town with a population of 20 that suddenly bumps up to 21 and you stroll out cackling. Hey, hey, they're going to ca- be... They're I'm not charismatic. Gonna... I'm, gonna, I'm coming in there. I'm, I'm becoming mayor. I'm becoming mayor of the town. <laughs> Would you change? What would you change your name to? Oh, just Mister Mayor. <laughs> you would arrive out of the bush with a bald head. Hello, I'm Mister Mayor. <laughs> like, that's really setting your goals right at the top, man. I like it, dude. I'm like this right now. Mm. Imagine what my headspace would be if I'd been out in the bush for months by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the sort of person that should be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For too long. There'd be too many conversations going on in this head if I was months in the, in yeah, the bush by myself. Just eating, like, roadkill, I guess. You'd scuttle out to the yeah. road, peel it off, run back in. <laughs> And then waiting, like counting down the days until you merge with the tiny little town. Yeah, Yeah, and I'd kind of feel like Leonardo DiCaprio in the beach. You know when he gets, uh, you know when he kind of gets when he gets exiled, and he's and um, he's kind of living off by him by himself for a while, and he'll sort of spy on spy on everyone. Yeah, Yeah, he's getting a screw loose. Yeah, he's getting a real screw loose. Do you think you'd size up? Like all the power within the town, like you'd understand who was in charge of what and who was like sleeping with who, and yeah. you'd be like, you'd stroll in ready to take that throne. Yeah, you'd understand the dynamic. Yeah, it's sort of yeah, it's a it's it's got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of House of Cards vibe to it. I as haven't well. seen that. Oh, dude, Kevin Spacey. Well, that is look. I know we're not allowed to say Kevin Spacey is good these days, but look, he's still a good actor. <laughs> this does some bad things. Um, look, I'm, I'm not getting into the conversation. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's next on your screen, your story. Oh, we've got some... Is it okay. a men's rights activist <laughs> story? <laughs> all right, we've got some, uh, we've got some, some send-ins. Is that all your stories, all yeah. your stories done? Yeah, cool. Um, so we've got one send-in this week, Cam. Uh, this is from, uh, Kizzy. All right. Kizzy McLean. Um, I actually saw her last night and she said, have you read the story I sent in? And I said, nah. And she's like, can I tell you it right now? And I was like, nah. And she was like, no, it's about, ooh. And she was trying to stop herself. Yeah. But she did give me a couple of hints. So I do kind of, I think I know a couple of the key elements to All this right. story. Yeah. Okay. The headline is, <clears throat> and I uh, did double check this on a couple of different um News articles. You do a fact check. Well, I did because it kind of sounded like a, when I first read it, it was like it kind of was like, is this like a Batuta advocate uh, style yeah. style story kind of thing? And mm. I, was, I was I wasn't quite sure, but it's not. And it's the headline is: <sighs> Doctor finds boys missing hamster wedged into seven hundred pound mum's back fat. <laughs> a doctor finds yeah. a boy's missing hamster. Wedged into seven hundred pound of mum's back fat. I guess it passed away. <laughs> she was dead, bro. <laughs> so yeah, so the head, so the story is that um, 
A five, so uh, the, the, the story says, a five-year-old boy is being consoled by his family after his missing hamster, Teddy Bear, was found dead in the back fat of his 700-pound mother. But, oh, they name her. I'm not going to read her name. Okay. Because this... Right, you don't want to be... You'll throw a shout-out to Kevin Spacey, but you won't <laughs> name the lady that oh, killed her this hamster? Is, this is shaming, bro. I'm not going to shame that poor woman. Okay. No one wants to... No one wants to pull a hamster out of their back fat, bro. That's yeah, I'm not a saying... horrible fucking thing to happen to a person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish that upon anyone. Who do you think is more traumatized, the child or the mum? I'm not sure. I, they, I, I can't see a response from them, but it, it says... Um, uh, the mother was hauled to the emergency room by her sister. Do they have to say hauled? Like, it's already <laughs> obvious to us that this is a large lady. Do they don't need a hammer at home with words like hauled? Oh, man. Which was, was to the emergency room by her sister when complaints of a foul smell had them concerned that one of her bed sores may have been, uh, may have been infected. Oh, no. Yeah. That was a dead hamster. Yeah. However... When examined by the emergency room doctor, the bed sores were the least of the family's problems. With her five-year-old son... Oh, God. I didn't read this part. With her five-year-old son present, Dr. Timothy Murphy examined the skin... Um, uh, oh, shit. Examined the, examined the woman feeling an odd lump within the folds of her back fat. Mm. When the doctor lifted the skin to examine the area, he was astonished to find a dead rodent, a dead rodent decomposing on her skin. According to the doctor, the hamster had been there so long, one of the sores began to heal around the rodent, sealing it into her skin. This created the foul smell that was coming from her body. Okay. Unfortunately for the little boy, he witnessed the entire incident of Teddy being removed from his mother's back fat. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the boy is more traumatized Bro. after hearing that. Oh my god! <laughs> what oh. do, What do you feel like on the inside right now, dude? Just I feel for everyone involved in that. No one, no one wants that. Feel for Teddy, the gerbil, feel, or the uh, hamster. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to go out that way, but I'm not. I'm not. Your heart doesn't go out to... Well, he's a fucking hamster, Cam. I mean, this this poor fucking boy. Like, that's 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 who I'm most, I most feel for. That fucks... That kind of shit fucks you up, dude. Yeah. I wonder if, if he'll ever move past her or, or if every time he looks at his mum, he'll be like, what do you got in there? <laughs> he's probably going to become a comedian. It's either... It's it's either... It's going to go two ways with that boy. He's going he's gonna to become a, a, a really good comedian with a real sick sense of humour or he's going to become... A serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> He's going one or two ways for that kid. Maybe, maybe we should intern him on the podcast yeah. or something. Just, just, just get Give him, him a little in nudge in yeah, the right direction. Yeah, push him in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be prolific in whichever one he chooses. <laughs> so good luck to you. It's all about passion, little boy. All right. Um... Was that the heartwarming story? <laughs> that is not the heartwarming story of the week. <laughs> that will be when I know that you, you're mentally broken, is when you sit down and go, here's the heartwarmer, and you tell me a story about rotten animals inside a lady. What would be my angle to try and make it, to say that it was heartwarming, do you think? It'd just be like the statement you made about 15 minutes ago about how you're like, 
oh yeah, and things are just corrupt, and the guy probably died. <laughs> like, it'll just be like, and so yeah, that's the heartwarming story for the week. <laughs> These people died. <laughs> All right, so um, do you want to do the heartwarming story first before you do your uh... heartwarming thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You want to do it that way? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the heartwarming story is woman's New Year's resolution saves a stranger's life. Now we've all made plenty of New Year's resolutions over the over the years. I'd say I have. Cam, have you? Yeah, in the past. I yeah, think. in the yeah. past. Yeah, I don't really do it anymore. You haven't done it for like six years. Or yeah, something. but I definitely did. I definitely did in the past. Yeah, definitely when I was younger. Um, definitely times of those have been when I was out drunk. Out partying on New Year's Eve and be mm. like, you know, I'm going to do this this year. Never fucking happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. You never fucking do those things. Yeah. So, uh, last December, a 29-year-old woman made a New Year's resolution to donate a kidney and save someone's life. Last night, Jessica Morris made good on her resolution. So, she decided um, to donate a kidney to a stranger, put herself on the... On the on the list and and uh, and ended up ended up uh, doing it helping yeah. someone. Yeah, about a about yeah about a week ago. Oh, good on it! Yeah, that, man, far out. That is such a commitment. My New Year's resolutions used to be like uh, read two books. <laughs> like, do you reckon she was at a huge party and said it drunk like I'm, what are you going to do I'm going to give away a kidney <laughs> and then one of her yeah, one of her friends who always help, holds her to things like you're always late for brunch yeah really held her to it like you said it you said you're going to give a kidney yeah and she did and man she did. and she, she's got this and there's this really nice photo and the other thing too is she's a catch man because she's I don't know if she's single can but she's a babe mate um yeah <laughs> yeah I guess, yeah, she's she's pretty. I uh, didn't expect for you to <laughs> try and hook me up with this kidney girl, but yeah, is that the um, is that the that's the dude, yeah, the dude that the got dude the kidney, that copped it, yeah, copped a copped a free kidney. <laughs> <laughs> you say it like it's a meat pie. Cop this, yeah, sweet free kidney. Yeah. But see, then the other thing too is, if I was going to do that, I'd want to have someone. Maybe even two people locked in mm. as my kidney dudes. So I've got so I've got a couple of mates who would then become my kidney dudes to receive but, yours, or do you nah, want theirs. If, well, if I because I only got one now, I've given away one of my kidneys. You're... So no, no, this is no, this is this is not actually okay. <laughs> Cam, you would know if I've given away a kidney to someone before. This is this is me playing out the the the, the circumstance, right? So mm. this is the. This this is the this is what it is, right? So I decided to do what what uh what what's this Jessica, girl's name? What Jessica has done, yeah. And I give away a kidney to mm-hmm. a stranger as yep. a nice thing. I want to make sure that I've got a couple of mates that if my other kidney, the only one I've got now, fucks out, that I've got a couple of people that have said in advance that they'll hook me up with a kidney. I see. So you're not as good a person as Jessica because you need to have a fallback plan. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. <it> <laughs> I don't want to fucking die. You know what I mean? Like Jessica's just like, oh yeah, if I if my if my other kidney drops out and whatever. Like, it, She's it, not like that. <laughs> She's not like whatever. <laughs> she will have some kind of plan. You reckon she has a backup plan too? You oh, reckon I she's don't... got some kidney dudes? <laughs> 
Who would your kidney dudes be out of our friends? Well, probably not you. The way that you've been in, involved in this conversation, and haven't said you know I would be I would be your kidney dude. Oh bro. no, I've lost the privilege to give you my kidney. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh man. All right, guys. There's one seat free. I'm not sure, man. I think um, I reckon Jimmy G would give me give me a kidney. One of the guys that plays in the as soon as you put it in, band. you'll be like stoned. <laughs> For like forever, actually. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, who's your so Jimmy G and who else would you grab a kidney Ooh, from? Maybe, uh, maybe um, our good friend Ryan Laracy, who's a who's quite a quite Real. a crazy guy. Yeah, because I feel like if I get some of his some of his body in me, a bit of bit of his blood, I'll get like a little bit of energy lift. Yeah, you know? yeah, every day. Yeah, like, like a cup of coffee. Yeah, like a can of e. Yeah. So yeah, nice. good job, good job, Jessica. That's a fucking pretty selfless thing to do. Yeah, is to just so is is it weird? Nah, it's generous. It's not weird. No, it is generous. Mm. It is generous. But it, it, it's yeah, it's a it's a little it's, yeah. It's just it's a strange thought. It's a strange thought just to be to put um, yeah. your body in someone else forever. Yeah. yeah, just a yeah. It is a real fucking cool thing to do. Yeah. Real fun going there. I'm impressed that humanity figured out a way to do it. Like that yeah, makes man. us seem like we're basically just Lego people. Joe, just rip the legs off that one, jam it on her. One hundred percent, man. I think the more that you, the the older you get, and the more that you you see uh, science and especially medical science developing, that you realise mm. we're just a bag of fucking meat. Yeah, you know, and we can we can if if you work out the the formula, we can be we can be pulled apart and 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 placed in. You know, placed on and in other people. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy, crazy world that we live in. That's science. That's science, man. Sean, welcome back to my side. Thank you. <laughs> uh, how did the taking photos of us throughout that go? Pretty satisfying. They do look very nice. Yeah. So I think you'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking to you about your photography. Yep. Um, how's it been going? What have you been shooting? And what have you got coming up that you are looking forward to photography-wise? Yeah, it's been good, man. I uh, only recently, well, about a year ago, kind of delved into photography. I broke my hand skateboarding and couldn't really play guitar, so picked up a camera and started trying something else and kind of got obsessed with it to the point of now wanting to do that full-time. Yeah. Um, so I've been shooting... Over the last year, it's been like different things, just trying to find out what my sort of path I want to take is. But at the moment, it's kind of live music and and portraits. Um, so yeah, doing a lot of music at the moment. Um, in terms of coming up, I'm pretty busy at the moment. But the biggest one would be shooting for Justin Townsville next month um, for his American uh, Australian tour. He's coming over from America. Yeah. Is he? Did you say he was in? Is he out of Nashville? Is he? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Steve Earle. It's his dad. Crazy man. So yeah, it's crazy going from like, uh, like a music background, mm. and then coming over to photography, and then choosing a different path to music, but then hanging out with people who I idolized. You know, he would have been my like dream. If I was able to support anybody on their tour when I was playing music, he would have been up there on my like top yeah. three list. And now I'm like, just gonna go hang out with him and shoot photos. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome, man. It's crazy how when you do these these sorts of things, just what, just how quickly some real awesome doors can be opened to yeah. to do yeah. some cool shit, eh? Yeah, it's crazy. That's been probably one of the most exciting things 
watching you and being your mate is seeing how like quickly these opportunities that you're able to grab and how uh, like fast your skill is increasing. Like I'm always blown away by the stuff that you publish. Oh, cheers. Um, what do you reckon, like if there's somebody who's listening who's like, oh, I've got, the, I want to try photography or I want to get into that, but they don't know what the steps are. Mm. Like what's that first thing where you shift gears mentally? Because I think that you can always want something, but until yeah. you know how to rewire your head what did you do to change your gear from like doing music stuff to suddenly jumping into a thing that you didn't know that much about yeah well I mean I'm like super obsessive with things that I am passionate about anyway so I literally spent and I still do I spend most days just like listening to podcasts or watching like YouTube tutorials on different things that I want to be shooting um so I think just absorbing as much knowledge about a subject that you can yeah um and then I guess it kind of relates to the same way that I used to look at music as well, which is just the whole kind of like fake it until you can make yeah. it sort of mentality, like mm. just not saying no to any shoots, you know, like there's been shoots that I've turned up at where I literally don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing on that one shoot. And then just, just, you know, pretending that you're real confident and that you've done it heaps before. Making yeah. it work. <laughs> eh? yeah. But you and I were talking about this earlier, Sean, and there's a, it is a big thing now. If you, from photography to uh, to setting up your own podcast and what we're doing right now, there's so much out there to learn just off the off the net by just by just starting off into a into a fucking Google search or a YouTube search. How do I do this? Yeah. And then just following the vortex from there. Oh, it's man, once it once you jump in. Like, yeah, as we were talking about in the car before, like rather than having to go to university and study something, yeah. which is like the only way that you used to have to do it. Yeah. Is now just there's so much material online to be able to just figure things out. And I guess like with anything like music or photography or anything like that, it's like just accepting the fact that like failure is a massive part of it as well. Oh yeah. Like, and I and I think shooting that... photos like you you'd shoot you know, when I was starting out, like I'm a little, I think I'm a little bit better now at like condensing shoots down into like, you know, a hundred photos or something. Yeah. But when I started out, I just shot like the entire time and was just like, shit, this is like 900 photos in here. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get 30 <laughs> good ones out of it. But it's just accepting the fact that, you know, sometimes you do shoot for a whole day and if you can get one photo out of it, then that's still cool. Like, yeah. And sometimes you work out shit when you're, whether it be through music or photography or whatever, and you go, oh, that's how that works. So that's how I would have yeah. never worked that out if I didn't fuck didn't, that yeah, didn't fuck, fuck that up. up. First time, yeah. I think it's and I think it's a big thing, and I and I think that uh, I think about this a lot with with sort of uh, our generation compared to you know when you go to explain how how something works to say uh, it might be like an older parent or 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 something like that, and could yeah. they go, hey, I I don't know how this uh, how uh, the computer this program's working. You come over. And you just start hitting buttons and shit yeah, until you're yeah, like, yeah. okay, that's what that does. And they go, how did you do that? And you're like, well, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the craziest thing about that is like, especially with technology, like my daughter, like she's like two and a half. Yeah. And already, man, like she, like we've got like a touchscreen laptop at home. Yeah. And already she's like, jumps on YouTube, like scrolls through until she finds a video that she wants and like hits it, knows how to like skip ads and stuff. Yeah, it's like, crazy. She's at technology than you. Definitely. <laughs> she definitely would be doing <laughs> <laughs> but but it's 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 crazy when you think um you know is it cuz cuz I know that you love uh love talking about where and and thinking about where um technology is going ahead and when yeah, you see sure. when you see that and you see and does it make you feel weird when you when you envision 
obviously you, you wouldn't remember too much from when you're two and a half, but when you're f- from a little bit older, what sort of growing up uh, was like to seeing what it is like for your daughter now with technology all around her and this... Yeah, man, I mean, it's like the whole debate is like there's two sides of it, you know, obviously yeah. there's that like, especially you're like our parents' generation are all like, oh, you've got to like reduce screen time with kids and all that sort of yeah. stuff. I reckon, like, let them fucking go for it, man. Yeah. Mm. Like, obviously, you've got to reduce it to an extent if they're just sitting there watching YouTube and all that sort of stuff. But, like, Harper plays, like, educational games on yeah. my phone. And, like, already she's, like, counting to, like, three and yeah, like, man. doing ABCs and all that sort of stuff. And I definitely think technology has a massive part to do with it. Yeah. And at the same time, if we keep going at the rate that we're going, technology is going to be such a massive part of our lives that if you're reducing your kids from doing it just purely because you didn't yeah. need to do it, you're almost like holding them back. Yeah, and you're yeah. probably hindering them in a way that when they get to get to school or, yeah. or, or you know, other kids are going to have a head 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 start yeah, on them. And, and, yeah. and stuff now and they hardly even use pen and paper. Like yeah. They're using iPads and stuff. Yeah. Like if a kid doesn't know how to do that when they're yeah. five, yeah, true. I reckon it's yeah, more of a hindrance than a, than, you know, a bad thing. Yeah. That's a, yeah, it's weird when you think of it like that, isn't it? You're going to have to, how when you have a kid, it's like, you know, in, in, in teaching them how to how to read a book or teaching them how to, you know, write, write. Like, there's no, no need to fucking write cursive anymore. Like, did, nah. you, did you, don't, don't spend know, time, don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> don't spend time teaching kids how to write cursive, teach them how to play Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lesson. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Thanks for te- teaching us how to bring <laughs> uh, So I have a gift for both of you guys. Awesome. Is it a shared gift? No, you get one each. Oh, cool. And they're different gifts. <laughs> awesome. So I'm, I'm going to give you your one first, Sean. And it, could I get you to, as you unwrap it, describe it for our listeners? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's in a... Nice little uh, rectangle box with some dinosaurs on it, which I'm pretty happy about. Uh, if you don't want to be careful with the wrapping, you don't have to. Like, I'm not okay. expecting you to save that packaging <laughs> to re-gift it anywhere. It yeah. is a nice box. It looks like it looks like quite a fancy, fancy oh, little, good. fancy little box. <laughs> Tell them. Just fumbled for about 20 seconds trying to get through the sellotape, which was already cut for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. Yes, I'm stoked with this. So I'm unwrapping it now, and I have some two very nice-looking faces in cartoon form of Charging Stallion on a reusable keep cup, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm a big coffee drinker, and I always feel bad about how Destroying many coffee the cups I uh, yeah, screw over. Yeah. Awesome, thank you. No worries, man. Thanks a, for coming on daily, and joining uh, us today. Daily use. Thank you very much for coming on today, Sean, and and, uh, and and shooting for us today, no, man. Time as you always know, I'm a massive fan of everything you guys do, especially the podcast. So it's nice to be here. Now, Timmy, are you so, excited about your gift? What I'm always excited. Do you have now? I know you've seen the packaging that I'm holding on my lap, but do you have like a guess of what it is? Moon cups. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not, and now I'm disappointed that I didn't sort that for you. A um, flashlight. There's... <laughs> no. Oh, I forgot to say, I've, yeah. um, I was looking at pornography the other day, and didn't um, need to know. So yeah. I'm glad you. Forgot. And and in one of in on Pornhub on the suggested for you was how to make your own flashlight. 
the uh, a thing that popped up. So is that related to, to us, talk, us talking about it's it? Yeah, for you, then, it's yeah. suggested for yeah. me. Reading <laughs> yeah. Did you download the tutorial? I didn't watch it. No. Oh, okay. It kind of looked like I did because you can hold your cursor over it and it it sort of flicks through a couple of images of what's going to come up and it looked like they were kind of taking some household sponge and mixing that with some. <laughs> it's sort of so budget in in sort of a tube that maybe was a. Thick, a thick torch, <laughs> a thick torch, and a sponge in there, and then just household lubricants, I think. Oh, and that's the. Don't do homemade <laughs> ones. If you're going to get <laughs> one, buy one. So, I don't know. Just <laughs> <washing liquid. laughs> Gravy. Well, this gift that I have for you, Timmy, is not any of that. It's not a homemade flashlight. Um, when we were doing our tour, the most recent one, the Cointos tour, yes. you commented on my little travel satchel. <laughs> yeah. And in the moment, at the time, you said, uh, oh, I'm going to have to get myself one of those. Yeah. Now, I haven't. Yeah. Um, I got you a bag for those situations uh, for traveling, a small cool. bag, but one that I think is more your style. Oh, cool. And I want to say, I can't be bothered writing it in a card, so I'll just say what would be in the card. Yeah, right awesome. Now. Please do. Uh, here's to many more travels through many more airports. Oh, thanks, bro. Oh, awesome, man. This is this is epic. So I've got a nice little, nice little bum bag here, heaps of room in there, or some little... Little grooves in there to get my tobacco stuck in. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, thank you very much, dude. Well, um, it's uh, it's also good when you're real messed up at a festival or something to have one of those there and have all have in one spot. All my trucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be used for when, when I'm using it there. That's yeah. for damn sure. Um, Sean, before we before we start the sign off. Uh, can we uh, can we plug some of uh, some some of your online stuff if people want to go and see some of your photos? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Instagram would be the easiest place to go to, yep. uh, which is just Sean Kirkwood Photography. Uh, S E A N. Our uh, by the time this comes out, I'll have a new website out as well, which is just uh, seankirkwood.com.au. So. That's got sort of a, a montage of everything in there and um, also contact information. So if you need any photos, hit me up. Cool. And, uh, yeah, please go on and look at that, Sean. You do epic work, man, and uh, people should definitely check it out. Thank you. All right. What a, what a nice little time, eh? Yeah. yeah. Great little podcast. Yeah. Thanks for coming to my house, guys. Anytime. Thank you, everyone, again for listening to another episode. Uh, my name's Tim. And I'm Cam. And that's Sean over there. <laughs> we are Charging Stallion, and you just listened to another episode of News We Like. Have a great week. <laughs>